0: Coming up on 5-Minute News First U.S. case of Omicron variant confirmed in California Supreme Court conservatives signal support for limits on abortion And U.S. Climate Envoy says China, India and Russia must do more to tackle carbon emissions It's Thursday, December 2 I'm Anthony Davis. A person in California who has been vaccinated against COVID-19 became the first in the US to have an identified case of the Omicron variant, the White House announced on Wednesday, as scientists continue to study the risks posed by the new virus strain. Dr. Anthony Fauci told reporters the person was a traveler who returned from South Africa on November 22nd and tested positive on November 29th. Fauci said the person was vaccinated but had not received a booster shot and was experiencing mild symptoms. The Biden administration moved late last month to restrict travel from southern Africa where the variant was first identified and has been widespread. Clusters of cases have also been identified in about two dozen other nations. We knew that it was just a matter of time before the first case of Omicron would be detected in the United States, Fauci said. He said the person was improving and added, I think what's happening now is another example of why it's important for people to get vaccinated, but also boosting. Boosting is very important. Officials said they had contacted everyone who had close contact with the person and they all had tested negative. Genomic sequencing was conducted at the University of California, San Francisco and the sequence was confirmed by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. The CDC is taking steps to tighten US testing rules for travellers from overseas, including requiring a test for all travellers within a day of boarding a flight to the US regardless of vaccination status. It was also considering mandating post-arrival testing. Officials said those measures would only buy time for the country to learn more about the new variant and to take appropriate precautions, but that given its transmissibility, its arrival in the US was inevitable. The Supreme Court's conservative majority on Wednesday signalled it would uphold Mississippi's 15-week ban on abortion and may go much further to overturn the nationwide right to abortion that has existed in the US for nearly 50 years. The fate of the court's historic 1973 Roe v. Wade decision legalizing abortion and its 1992 ruling in Planned Parenthood versus Casey, which reaffirmed Roe, probably won't be known until next June. But after nearly two hours of arguments, all six conservative justices including three appointed by former President Donald Trump, indicated they would uphold the Mississippi law. At the very least, such a decision would undermine Roe and Casey, which allows states to regulate but not ban abortion up to the point of viability at roughly 24 weeks. And there was also substantial support among the conservative justices for getting rid of Roe and Casey altogether. Justice Brett Kavanaugh, a Trump appointee, asked a series of questions about whether the court would be better off withdrawing from the abortion debate and letting states decide. Abortion would soon become illegal or severely restricted in roughly half the states if Roe and Casey are overturned, according to the Guttmacher Institute, a research organization that supports abortion rights. Legislators in many Republican-led states are poised for action depending on the Supreme Court's next decision. U.S. Climate Envoy John Kerry said on Wednesday that big greenhouse gas-emitting countries like China, India, Russia and others must move faster to help the world avert the worst impacts of global warming. Pledges by governments to cut carbon dioxide and methane emissions are currently insufficient to limit global warming to the international target of no more than 1.5 degrees centigrade above pre-industrial levels this century. That means you have China, India, Russia, Brazil, Mexico, Indonesia, South Africa, a group of countries that are going to have to step up, Kerry said. He said Washington was engaging with companies to help them accelerate a transition to cleaner forms of energy and reduce emissions. He pointed to US support for India's clean energy initiatives, as well as a joint agreement the United States secured with China last month, in which Beijing committed to accelerating emissions cuts. Kerry added that private investment in clean energy technologies, including green hydrogen, long-term battery storage, modular nuclear reactors and carbon capture, was also critical to addressing climate change. World governments agreed last month, during a climate conference in Glasgow, Scotland, to revisit their national emission-cutting pledges in 2022 to help ensure the world can meet the 1.5 degrees centigrade target set by the Paris Agreement in 2015. Scientists have warned crossing that threshold could unleash catastrophic climate impacts, from sea level rise to more frequent powerful storms, droughts and floods.